The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio. I am here with a brand new guest, a lady by the name of Sandy Meyerson. Sandy, welcome to the program. Thank you. You know, I am very glad you're here because you've written a book and it's called, again, Elder Care Assistance. Tell me a little bit about what it is and who it's for. It's a practical guide covering health legal and financial considerations, and it is for everyone. No one knows when a crisis is going to take place, mm-hmm. and we need to have our items available at any point when we need them. You know, and that's really true. Like, <laughs> something could happen to us at any minute, and especially with our spouses or our family members, they need to be able to, you know, to pick up where we left off, to know where different assets are, to understand the process, and understand specifically what your desires are as you age. Isn't that true, Sandy? Yes, it's what you want, not what your family members want for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about what is involved in being prepared and why. Okay, in being prepared, you need to have multiple things available. One, your financials. Where are they? Who are the accounts named in? Mm-hmm. You need to have legal documents because Mm -hmm. you need to make a decision. Who can make decisions for you medically if you're unable to? Very true. Who can handle your assets if something happens to you or you're unable to take care of them? And financially, you need to know where the funds are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And not only that, if you're not able to, to pay your bills... Who can step in and help you out? Absolutely. And, you know, I think about stories of families that I work with. Um, they don't even know sometimes what banks mom or dad might have five or six accounts. You know, they're having to, you know, thumb through mail and letters and things like that. Um, you know, even if a, 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 a parent is in the hospital and, you know, they might have had a stroke or something like that, a family member needs to be able to act. And if they don't know where the accounts are, they don't know where the safety deposit is a box or anything like that, that can be a, con- a real challenge, right? Yes, but we need to, if someone is in the hospital, a doctor will not speak to you unless you're on the HIPAA form. Right. And a very interesting story, there's, I went to my OBGYN when the book was first published, version, version one in June of 2013. And she had back surgery. Her daughter was a doctor in Florida. Her son was an attorney in Massachusetts. And she had complications with the back surgery. And when her daughter called the physician, he wouldn't talk to her. She had forgot to update her HIPAA form. And Mm -hmm. that needs to be updated every year in every physician's office that you go to. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's just a medical form. But then you've got your medical directive, which you fill out, and that tells the doctor who can make decisions for you if you're unable to make decisions at that time. Mm -hmm. And it's just very important that those documents be complete. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very true. And, and obviously, um, you know, even to the point I know, um, uh, you know, you may not cover this in the book, but maybe you do. It's like, what is the password to get into the bank account, <laughs> you know, on the on online or little things like that? Obviously, you know, we as family members, when we need to, when it's our time, it's like, what are the things that we need to know? And this is really what your book is all about, isn't it? Yes. And you talk about passwords. There's a section on 
If your parents can give you all the passwords that you have, but you go on your computer, those passwords will not work. And you will have to be known what your parents' best friend was in fourth grade. Yes, that's true. So many people, the parents have the older electronics, and they get rid of them, and then they can't get into the accounts without a a death certificate, power of attorney, trust document stating that you have legal rights Mm -hmm. to those assets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can get a list of passwords, but don't get rid of their computer or you won't be able to get in. <laughs> That's really, really a good point. You know, you never think about that because it's really true. I remember, um, you're absolutely right, because when I became power of attorney for my mom, it's who's your best friend? Well, luckily, I knew my mother's best friend, but you're right. That's exactly what happened. So I remember that. That was one of the questions that they asked. But the other one was, was what was the first car you ever drove? And I had no clue what was the first car my mother ever drove. I didn't remember. Luckily, <laughs> when I when I went off and then signed up again, signed in again, it asked me a different question and I can answer that one. <laughs> so that was good. So, Sandy, you know, what can you do as an individual to protect your assets? It, you know, when you're aging and like that, like you said, it's for everyone. Not even, you know, when you're 25 years old, you should probably have something like this in place. Tell me some of the steps that you need to make. Okay, well, you need to visit a lawyer and fill out legal documents. And then you have to be sure all the medical documents at your doctor's offices are filled out. Mm-hmm. And then financially, you need to have a list of your assets, and someone needs to know where they are. Mm-hmm. And as far as the bank, you've got bank accounts. You may have a mortgage. You may have mm-hmm. um, life insurance. What all your insurance? Where is it? Account. Who is it with? Yeah. What are the account numbers? Mm-hmm. And many people don't want to share their information with their children. But that's not the point is someone needs to know where everything is. And a power of attorney is not the answer that you can, just because you have power of attorney, it may take 30 days to take effect. And you have to physically go to each location with that individual if they're alive to get the power of attorney and the person has to sign the documents with your name on it for the bank accounts. Wow, wow. And that is, if you have a trust, which is something I talk about in the book, if you have a trust, it's so important that you can name who you trust to be your trustee and if you become physically unable to handle your assets or pay your bills, then that trustee can pay your bills at any time because they have access to your accounts as, power, as a trustee of right. that account. Right. And they can use your funds. Great. So we, again, are talking to Sandy Meyerson, who has written the book Elder Care Assistance. And where can they purchase this book, Sandy? This book is only available at Amazon. And what makes it unique is that it has spreadsheets in it that you can download and fill in the blanks. Mm -hmm. And if you are diagnosed with an ailment, whether it be cancer, heart disease, the first thing your physician tells you is to get things in order. Mm-hmm. You're emotionally traumatized. Right. And where do you begin? Mm-hmm. So I am here to help you with the spreadsheets. If you download them, you can fill them out and have them available. Share them with your children or whoever is important to you. And again, the book is only available at Amazon. You and know, it's in it's, big font as well. Oh, perfect. And you know what's really great about this whole um, uh, thing that you've put together is right. 
because nobody's really a financial genius out there. There's very few of us that are. And having a guide like that, that you can sit down and fill out, not only for your own peace of mind, but also that your family knows that everything is there and you know what to happen. That is such a critical and important thing. So, you know, thank you again for doing something like this, because I know there are thousands of families out there right now that are dealing with this very issue. So tell me a little bit about, you know, I know you have a little bit of background of how you started this. Just give me a brief overview of what happened. Okay. 30 years ago, I was home with my family and I was told my husband had six months to live. I was 39 years old and hospice came to the house and asked me four questions. One question, one Did I know how to pay the bills? Yes, I paid them regularly. Number two, did I know where the assets were? And I answered yes. Number three, did I know all his doctors? And I said yes, and they told me to name them. Well, I missed a couple. Mm. And the fourth question was, did I know his prescriptions? I knew the color of the pills. Uh I knew what some of them were. And 30 years ago, I created... 10 of those spreadsheets. Wow. And those spreadsheets have been passed around. My husband died in North Carolina, in Daytona Beach, Florida. I'm sorry. I moved to North Carolina, then I moved here. That's 30 years. And I have passed those spreadsheets out whenever someone in their family got sick, Uh whether it be a child became handicapped, whatever the reason, I passed out the spreadsheets. And then in June of 2012, someone I played tennis with, husband, had a stroke. Mm -hmm. She was an English professor at University of Washington. I handed them to her, and she called me that evening and told me I needed to write a book. And I burst out laughing because I'm a techie. And then um, someone told me to contact Amazon, and Mm -hmm. the book was created. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so happy that it's now available It's a personal story, but it seems that everyone can relate to it, and Mm -hmm. it makes them wake up and say, oh, wow, I need to do this now. Well, and, you know, it's never too soon. Like, you know, to sit down, and it should be one of the most important things an individual does if they're responsible, is to get these things in order and have this kind of information. And it's so great that you've provided such an easy way for people to do that. Um, So Sandy, again, tell me a little bit about, yeah, I know you do also speaking. Is that correct? Yes, I will be happy to speak at any group uh, of 10 to 12 people or more, because I want to share what I've learned the hard way and help people get themselves organized. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's important too. So there's a lot of senior centers out there that listen to our show. Or if you go to a local senior senior center, um, Sandy would be a wonderful resource for you to bring in and learn. Um, And, you know, really to invest in her book is pretty amazing way to, to get started for sure. So Sandy, how do we reach you? And how do we get your book again? Okay. The book is only available at Amazon. It's called Elder Care Assistance, a practical guide covering health, legal, and financial considerations. It's $12.95 with a prime account, and it's in big font. It's a little book, but it explains every legal document, medical document, and financial assets that need to be organized. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you, obviously, are available again to do speaking. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so um, you have done, is, do you have anything on the calendar right now that people could potentially do, uh, look well, at? Uh, right now I'm scheduled for some homeowners groups in Palm, uh, 
Palm Desert, California. Oh, well, good for you. Well, when you come back to Seattle, let us know, and we will definitely, um, you know, put the word out for you. Thank you. Sandy, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.